0: You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Happy Monday, and uh, thanks for joining me for another week as we pursue God together. And I'm just still so fired up in the ways that God moved at Eastside this past weekend when so many people made the decision to express unwavering trust in Jesus Christ by being baptized into Him. There's just nothing like it, and it never gets old. Proverbs eighteen twenty four. We we read about a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And this is a friend who helps carry your burdens in a crisis. This is a friend who encourages you and brings out your best. This is a friend who's a safe person that you can discuss your innermost struggles with. But I got to be honest with you that it takes work and effort to build those kinds of relationships. Yes, Jesus taught wherever two or more are gathered, he would be there also. And, and we can count on that. But I would add another thought to Jesus' words. So this is my own quote, "Wherever two or more are gathered, there you will have conflict of many kinds." Now how many of you would agree with that statement? So this week, we're, we're going to toggle between James chapter three and James chapter four. Repeatedly throughout this letter, James the brother of Jesus deals with relational bumps. James chapter two is all about favoritism to the wealthy, the affluent, and dishonoring people who live on the margins. Chapter three goes on to talk about how people use their tongues in soul-damaging ways sometimes on each other. Inevitably, every relationship deals with bumps in the road, and you just can't help but wonder, what is the source of our conflicts? Why do we human beings, no matter How relationally intelligent we are, whether we're a follower of Jesus or not, why do we eventually have clashes with one another? Well, that's the question James begins with in James chapter 4, verse 1, when he asks, what causes fights and quarrels among you? And the word quarrels means bitter words. He said, don't they come from the desires that battle within you? Now, I want you to zero in on that phrase, desires that battles within you. Battle within you. If you put that in context and you go back to the last few verses just before it in James 3, you discover that James has been very specific about some of these battles that all of us fight within. He's, he says in verse 14, But if you harbor bitter envy, friends, if you want to ruin relationships, just start worrying about who's smarter, who's wealthier, who lives in the nicer home, who has the better marriage, bitter envy. Next, James says, But if you har- harbor selfish ambition, selfish ambition starts early in life i remember when our kids were just babies and and they would let their selfish ambitions be known at two in the morning from within their crib in the next room that precious little one who was the object of our affection would feel a tinge of a hunger pain and at that point would our precious little treasure say it's 2 a.m mom and dad They have to be tired. This this would probably be a bad time to inconvenience them, so I'll just lie here and I'll coo softly until their alarm goes off in the morning and remind them that I need a little milk. (laughs) Not on your life. That baby would scream bloody murder and could care less who in the house or the city hears them. They were communicating, I want milk. I want it right now. And Barbara would get up and feed the little one while, while I would lay in bed and diligently pray for her. James says all of our lives, the relational messes we get in, the financial messes we get in, the legal messes we get in, the moral messes, the marriage messes we get in with each other come from those selfish ambitions that battle within. And maybe the height of our selfish ambition is seen in in James 4, 3, where, where he's talking about praying to God. And he says in verse 3, when you ask God, you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives. That you may spend whatever you get on your pleasures. James James says, your prayers are even an attempt to manipulate God to fulfill those desires that battle within you. What a contrast from the way Jesus, Jesus taught us to humbly pray. God, may your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And while we continue on the topic of relationships and conflict resolution this week, I want to encourage you to pause right now Just think about if you have a strained relationship that you could be praying for this week. God, I pray that we'll be open in the days ahead to how you want to speak to us. None of us get through life without a completely dent-free, conflict-free relational world. And maybe some of us have some undealt-with wounds that need to be dealt with this week. Help us to grow in this area, God. Thank you for giving us a relationship with you through Jesus and relationships with each other. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Catch you tomorrow.